0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Here comes McDavid, charging down the ice. He's got a step. He's in.
2: one year, one and a half year here. They uh, get me more confidence. For sure, I'm stronger and faster, and I feel like I'm growing up for a person and player a lot. Feels like I'm like ready to get the new step for the NHL. Now McDavid across the choice! We could learn from what we went through, and everyone's pissed off about it. I think that's the best way to describe it. But there's a taste in everyone's mouth that's very, um, you know, that no one likes. We need to find a way to, to not have that taste. And, and we've had it four out of five years here, so we know we need to be better.
1: Hello, hello. Happy Friday, February 26th. Welcome to the Locked On Oilers podcast. I'm your host, Hernan Salas from TSN 1216, the Two Guys and a Goalie podcast. And I have a feeling everyone's feeling great heading into the weekend. You want to connect with me? Hit me up on Twitter at Hernan the Man and at Locked On Oilers. On today's show, I'll be joined by Joaquin Gage, former NHLer, and a part of the Two Guys and a Goalie podcast, as we'll recap the Oilers 3 uh, 0 win. And uh, just look ahead to Toronto as well. The big three-game set that gets going. We'll also hear from Darnell Nurse. We'll get uh, to who's sizzling, who's fizzling, game cliches, and all that fun stuff. I am not bringing up my bet because, once again, it was – it's just embarrassing for good old Hernan. Sorry. Seriously, though, how the hell are the Blackhawks still winning games? I am – I'm, maybe I'm being a little bit of a hater. I'm blown back. I thought they would be terrible, especially without Taves and Kirby Dock and no goaltending. Well, they all obviously, they are getting goaltending, so they're pretty damn good there. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's get right to it. The Edmonton Oilers pick up their fifth straight win last night with a 3-0 win over the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, it was a great goaltending duo. Mike Smith and Thatcher Damko both came to play. Edmonton now sits at 14-8, six games over 500 126, 28 points, excuse me second in the North division. They've won 11 of their last 13. You would have told me this when they were three and six, I would have been like, I would have laughed at you to be honest, but they have definitely turned the corner. They went two for five on the power play PK four for four. That's the difference in the game right there. The special teams for the Edmonton orders was absolutely awesome. Like I said, both goalies were great. Demko what stopped three breakaways. He was outstanding, but he led into kind of like my buddy, Tommy would say stinky kind of, yeah, just like, some bad goals there. The Oilers make a count on the power play. Their first two power plays, too much passing, not enough shots on net, but they they, they were able to turn it around. Alex Chason gets the first one to make it 1-0 for the Edmonton Oilers in the second period, just seven minutes in. We'd have to wait for uh, the third period and late in it, as Jesse Pliari would capitalize off a of Leon Dreisaitl shot on the power play as well. And that was all she wrote. Connor McDavid would get the empty netter. And keep in mind, like a big turning point in this game, uh, they started the third period. That is the Vancouver Canucks with a power play. Then they got another one in that game and, and they weren't able to t- tie the game up. So kudos to the Edmonton orders, penalty killers. And, what they were 19th heading into the game last night, they're going to keep trending upwards, and that's good. And the power play, two for five, they're already 10th in the league, they're going to keep making their way up. So, the Edmonton Oilers get a great goaltending performance by Mike Smith, who was he was a little wild at times, but he was effective, man. He made some great saves, kept the team in it. He's feeling it, man. He's six and all on the season, a 1.73 goals against average, and a 944 save percentage. Oh boy, I remember when they signed him in the summer, and uh, hey, listen, throw me in there as well. I was not too happy with this. I was just kind of like what is going on? You're bringing back the same duo, but man, you got to give kudos to Mike Smith. He has been great for the Edmontoners. or stop bringing up that he tails off after uh, this amount of games and I, like be happy with fans like you, there hasn't been a lot of positivity surrounding this team for so many years and once the team's doing good we're still finding things to nitpick at who cares if Mike Smith struggled last year after playing the solid 10 games does that matter this year no let's just he's not gonna win every game he's gonna have a bad game it's gonna happen so let's stop with the negativity man like and that's coming for me <laughs> so like let, let's let's just give this team the props they deserve I'll say this the three young guys look solid. Bouchard, Caleb Jones, Ethan Bear, I forgot how good he was. Like, seriously, like when you don't see a guy for a few weeks, yeah, you kind of take him for granted, but Ethan Bear looks solid. Nurse is on a whole new level, and we'll hear from him in the third segment. He's just playing outstanding hockey, and listen, I I was really hard on Darnell Nurse. I didn't know if he could take that next step, and boy, is he ever shutting me up because uh, he definitely is And good for him. I mean, he had all the tools. We just didn't know if he could. Obviously, he's doing it, so kudos to Darnell Nurse. Barry was interesting. He was more of a specialist last night only played 13 minutes but six of those came on the power play now keep in mind there was seven defensemen as well but Barry was good once again and he picked up another assist and this guy just keeps rolling right now for the Edmonton Oilers this team is definitely different I mean they're beating good teams they're beating struggling teams in years past it was one or the other it was never both they can win any type of game and I kind of threw it at Gazzoli yesterday and I said it's like three four different type of games they've won this season and he said it's probably more so yeah it's probably like five six different ways they've won games you <laughs> And it's, it's something that it's a welcome sight here. We haven't seen this from this team and it definitely feels like 2017. Everything's working out. Everything. And the Oiler fans, just be happy. Enjoy it. Will they lose a the game? Of course they will. But uh, man, like six games over 500. 11 of 13. Enjoy it. <laughs> Enjoy it. Uh, no Dave Tippett pressure today. I know Gullitson was joining the media, but uh, we'll go with now. We haven't heard a lot from him on this podcast, so we'll go with one of the, if not the best. Well, he is the best defender on this team right now for sure and he's definitely uh, he's definitely getting some um, some uh, getting in the conversation for the Norris uh, might be a long shot who knows but I, I think he definitely has to be in the conversation so the Edmonton Oilers now sit second still in the North Division 14 and 8 28 points everything is trending upwards for this team uh, it is absolutely great to see now you get set for a, a three game set versus the Toronto Maple Leafs which is going to be just unreal hockey I can't wait for tomorrow five o'clock puck drop from Rogers Place. Then they go Monday again and Wednesday. As far as the Vancouver Canucks, I thought they played pretty well, but just like I said, the Oilers look like the 2017 team. I think Vancouver Canucks look like the Oilers after that 2017 year or even two years ago where they're playing well. They're getting some good goaltending performances here and there. they just can't seem to get out of their own way. And it's a little unrealistic though. I got to say this, like Hughes legit, Pedersen legit, obviously, but did anyone expect JT Miller to put up I know it's a it's shortened season, but let's just let's just rate it at that. 72 points again? Like, no. Like, JT Miller's not a 70-point player. Let's call it how it is. Tanner Pearson is a second, third-line guy. Oh, Horvat. I mean, how much? Yeah, 50. Sure, 50, 60 points. But, I mean, and that's why I compare him to the Oilers because remember after that that 17 season where Letetsu career year, Maroon career, career year, so many guys were having career years. But when you're looking at the Vancouver Canucks, they definitely need another guy in the top six. Nils Hogland. There's a young guy. He came over from Europe. He's playing well, but you can't depend on him. And when I say Bo Horvath, yeah, he's usually around that 40 to 50 point mark. And and that's what he is. And again, with JT Miller, like he, for me, he's not a 70 point guy. He did it once. And that was last season. He caught lightning in the bottle, but I don't expect him to get close to that. So yeah, there's tough times definitely in Vancouver. Only three points up on the last place, Ottawa Senators. So ah man, it's going to be, it's going to be fascinating to see the home stretch of this division. But man, uh, yeah. I, I'll be. I, I called Vancouver to win last night, and I was way off. The Edmonton Oilers are just—they keep surprising me, and I'm so happy because that's all I've been saying for the last couple of seasons on the Pulse Game Show. For once, I just want this team. To surprise me, make me feel good, and that's what they're doing right now. So uh, the Edmonton Orders rolling five straight wins—the first time they've done that since the start of the 2019 season when they started five and zero and dropped that last game of the road trip to the Blackhawks. We all remember that man. That seems like uh, so so long ago. All right, guys. Well, let me know how you're feeling. Let, let me know. I want to. Uh, that's the question of the day. Are you buying into the Edmonton Orders? Are you still cautiously optimistic? Are they turning the corner? Are they there? Have they arrived? You. Let me know how you're feeling with this Edmonton Oilers team. Let me know at Hernandeman Man and at Locked On Oilers, and I'll read them out in the next uh, podcast, 100. So hit me up. Let me know. And uh, yeah, we'll have some fun with that. But coming up next, we'll get to Joaquin Gage from the Two Guys and a Goalie podcast. Of course, former Edmonton Oilers, former professional goaltender, played a lot in Europe, and uh, it's always a fun chat with uh, with Gage. That's coming up next here on the Locked On Oilers podcast with Hernan Salas. There's only one place that has you covered, and one place we trust: BetOnline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag and use that promo code Locked On for your 50% welcome bonus. The NHL is well underway so don't sit on the sidelines anymore and get in on the action bet online your online sportsbook experts
3: what's up guys trey matthews of locked on devils here and let me tell you about discover debit cash back wings for the game boom cash back new lucky jersey boom cash back even a last minute ice run could score you some cash back when you use your debit card and yes we said debit card with discover cash back debit
1: We're back here on the Locked On Oilers podcast. I'm your host, Fernando Salas from TSN 1260, and the Two Guys in a Goalie Podcast. As an now welcome in my, uh, I guess my buddy, my colleague, uh, just overall good guy, former NHLer, former Edmonton Oiler, and uh, host on the Two Guys in a Goalie Podcast, Joaquin Gage. Joaquin, my friend, how's your Friday going so far? Not
0: bad, man. I think uh, we have some work to do on our the friendship level, though, because uh, <laughs> I remember before. The uh, the whole COVID nineteen there was there was even last summer there were a few trips to uh, outdoor establishments for adult beverages that I did not receive the uh, the invite to so we'll work on it. And, oh for um, sure. And and it's all on how
1: comfortable you are too, right? Like uh, if you you're willing to go out now, let's do it up, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, whatever. Hasmat suited up. Sure. <laughs> and, uh,
1: all right, uh, Gager, let's get right to it. The orders are absolutely rolling. Uh five in uh five straight wins here. Eleven of their last thirteen. Like this team. I know we talked about it yesterday on the Two Guys podcast. Uh, They're definitely turning the corner. It's a different team. Uh, What did you make of last night's three nothing shutout win?
0: Just uh, an awesome, spectacular effort by both goalies. Oh yeah, (laughs) that was. uh, I I know that a lot of people don't like goalie battles, but I love them. That was that was uh, that was something that, that yeah. I don't think we've seen like a goalie battle all year. Yeah, So far like that, that was just going save for save. Um, really. I feel bad for Demko a, a little bit. Yeah, uh, Being a goalie in that type of situation when your team's struggling and you you're in a zone, you're stopping everything and you're, and then to come out on the, on the losing end and your guys can't, uh, can't get you some run support. It's, it's a difficult game to, to definitely be a part of, but you can kind of see why uh, Vancouver was well not okay with losing Markstrom, but uh, they do have something special in Demco Demko for sure.
1: Do you feel like Vancouver is kind of in that in that kind of like? <laughs> It's similar to what we saw from the Oilers maybe two, three, four years ago, right? Like where they, they're not playing terrible hockey. They just can't seem to get out of their own way. They get a good goaltending performance and they can't score. Like, do you view the Vancouver Canucks kind of like the Edmonton Oilers of, of years past? I
0: uh, Yeah, I, uh, I I think they are a few years behind the Oilers. I look at the Oilers this year. And I see a massive jump in maturity level. Um, mm-hmm. There's no bigger evidence than that, than uh, the the game before last game, where being down three nothing and looking at the body language of most of those guys, um, it they didn't seem too worried. You know, before you would see them pressing and trying to get back into the game quick, they took their time, they wore Vancouver down. And that's just the sign of a, a really good mature team um vancouver's young like they've got some really young players i think they've they're they're a few years away of from being where they probably Mm -hmm. want to be but um yeah very exciting moment for the oilers just because well the i mean the the big boys are getting older they're becoming men you know and um they've seen a lot in their in their young careers now so they're i think they're more adept to, to handle those types of situations moving forward.
1: Uh, you're the goalie, the former goaltender, of course, Joaquin. Um, what are you seeing from Mike Smith? Because it was funny yesterday. I was at the studio and I was talking with Halley as we were watching this period. And we're like, he's been good, but he's been wild in that game. Um, it's not the sexiest or the most uh, fun sometimes to watch Mike Smith, but it's effective. And what are you seeing from this guy? I mean, he, he's been lights out this season outside of that one game, uh, Gager.
0: I, I hate it. Tell you the truth, I told you this. I hate it. I hate that he's doing this because he's—he'll be 39 the yeah. next month, and I—he shouldn't be able to move around like that at that age. And I—I—I um, I, I mean, he's playing great. It's—it's it's awesome to see him. I'm happy for him. He's—he's uh, he's making the the Oilers a better team. That's the ultimate sign of a goalie, I think. Um, but he's—he's a—he's—he's a, he's a poor man's Tom Brady right now. You know, he he doesn't have the rings, but he's a uh, he's a uh, definitely uh, talking to Father Time and and is playing ahead of him for for how he's playing. I don't know how he gets out of bed in the in the morning with some of those moves. He's got a it's got a reek like a five three five in that bedroom when he wakes up.
1: <laughs> Smells like our uh, our master soccer team dressing room when you walked in. That puppy, the eyes would burn. There's so much so much of uh, of uh, of, uh, of the a five and uh, the tiger yeah. bomb. The tiger bomb <laughs> yeah. is a good one.
0: Stretch in a bottle. That's what guys used to say with the A535. <laughs> the guys didn't stretch. Stretch yeah, in a I, bottle.
1: No, no. Uh, joined by uh, joined by Joaquin Gage, former NHLer and uh, host uh, co-host on the Two Guys in a Goldie podcast. Big set coming up here. Three games against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Put you on the spot here, Gager. Who are you starting tomorrow in net?
0: Oh, jeez. That's... Man, I... I really thought it was a mistake to start Mike Smith last game, so it shows you why uh, I'm not coaching. But um, I, I don't. I I think you gotta you gotta run with the ball. Like if uh, if if you got a guy going, you don't take him out now, especially against the Leafs. It's gonna be yeah. a different game. I'm looking at a higher scoring game for sure. Um, I uh, they, these are two teams that like to play <laughs> play offense. Um, I'm excited to see it because. Like we like we mentioned on the podcast, it's it's becoming a Dave Tippett coach team. You know, they're they're stingy. They're those the bottom six, you don't know which which is three or four. Like they're just they're they're becoming very hard to play against. And I don't know if you noticed, but when you play on teams, the it's it's funny how the the little groups of on the team work. And I was watching how the defensemen of the Oilers kind of operated last night and and coming to the bench and they, they have that look of a really cohesive unit of a, of a few guys that have played together for a while. Like the taps on the shoulders, the good plays, like they're talking and it's just, they're just going about their business and guys are like some of those passes that bear and, and Bouchard make it's like, and the way you can see everyone everyone together it's uh, uh i mean it's it's a small sample size for right now definitely but there uh there's some really encouraging things looking at that that uh i've been part of a few teams that that it's like that with those with those D men like getting that experience and knowing what to expect and that's what i saw definitely last night
1: you know what's interesting? I, yesterday, there was a moment in the game, Gager and, and uh, they showed the Oilers bench, and it was Bears sitting with Caleb Jones and Evan Bouchard, and it made my heart happy to see that these guys are turning into really solid NHLers, and more importantly, they're all puck moving defensemen. Like, me and Tommy were kind of talking about it off here yesterday, where when's the last time the Oilers, because yesterday they addressed seven defensemen. Five of those defensemen could move a puck. When's the last time the Oilers had a core with so many puck moving defensemen? And, and we kind of went back to the 06 run. Chris Pronger was they from Spachek. But that was about Marc-Andre Bergeron. That was four. And then we went back to, like, the Ninema days with uh, Tom Pody, Eric Brewer, Hammerlich. Um, I know you were a part of those teams. Like, I mean, you played with those guys. Like, how far back do you have to go to find a group that moved the puck as well as this one does now for the Edmonton Oilers?
0: Yeah, that's that's the main... Like, the young guys are doing it, though. You're not having to wait for, for years for them to mature. Like, that's... Yeah. I mean... I, I, I thought I read something about nurse becoming one of the top like top six goal scoring defensemen in the last thirty years or something like that. Like that's that's ridiculous, you know. So um yeah, this is this is a start of something really good. But I think we knew this a little bit, right? A few years ago we we saw what uh, what these D men were coming up were gonna be like. So there was always that kind of excitement. I thought, anyway, being a goalie, you always want to see really good <laughs> defense coming up, right? And, yeah. And um, the way they defend, man, it's it looks hard to play against, and that's that's a, that's something that the Oilers have have missed. Um, a lot over the last few years.
1: Just a few more for you here, as I'm joined by Joaquin Gage, former NHLer, and a part of the two guys in a goalie podcast. You're seeing separation now in this North division and in, in the other ones as well. Are you okay with that, or do you feel like, with this weird kind of setup this season due to COVID and all that, that we're going to miss out on some nice playoff races, Gage?
0: Um, I, I hope not. I, I'm I'm more looking at it maybe as there are slumps in an 82 game schedule, like teams go go in a bit of a on a dive um i think we saw the oilers do it at the beginning um the only thing is it's just playing against the same guys all the time um there's i mean i you could kind of say that there's three teams kind of struggling now with vancouver um calgary and montreal with with uh with ottawa all of a sudden starting to look like like uh like a good team and I I think it was just a matter of time before they started figuring out there's there's too much talent on that young Ottawa team. But I think it, it's going to be these last this last half of the season is going to be really interesting because um, the four point nights right yeah. all a team has to do is uh, is get hot and start if if a team gets hot and wins in regulation and starts stealing points from other teams that's that's going to be a huge difference. So um, I think. Uh, we need to put the seatbelts on here for the last bit and and see what see what transpires. Hopefully that the the Oilers don't have a uh, a dip in play and 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 uh, and lose a few because that that could be all it takes for for a uh, for a couple other teams to to leapfrog them. Right, so we're gonna see those those week yeah. offs here or there, but maybe those will be good because uh, then they'll get some rest as well.
1: Yeah. It's going to be uh, interesting uh, if Vancouver finds himself in that seven spot at one point this season, because uh, man, they're fighting it right now in Ottawa. Like yeah. you said, Ottawa's not looking too bad, right? Like they, they're not going to win a lot, but they, they are going to give team headaches. And you saw yesterday what they did to the flames. So I, well, I that's think what I thought.
0: Yeah. We, we all thought that Ottawa would cause problems. it's not, not the problems that they had at the beginning, but they would just, it wouldn't be an easy out. They weren't easy picking. And I think, yeah, the, the Oilers, kind of, <laughs> the Oilers ran into them when they needed the most. Uh, you saw the confidence build after playing them for a few games, but um, looking at them playing against Calgary, that's, that's a totally different team. It looked like to me. So um <laughs> Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's this is going to be. This is. I'm really looking forward to it. I love it. I mean, we all said it. We, I love this Canadian division. I'd like mm-hmm. to see them actually kind of keep it to an extent. Of course, have some other teams come up and play, but man, it's a. Uh, it's a lot of fun, and you're just really invested in this. It's. It's great.
1: Yeah, no doubt. All right, one last one for you, Gager. Uh, tomorrow, what do you? Uh, what's your prediction for tomorrow's uh, first of three versus the Toronto Maple Leafs with <laughs> Austin? with Austin oh, yeah. Matthews being um he, I think he's doubtful at, or probable at this time with his wrist injury.
0: Oh, that's that's all crap. he's, he's playing. <laughs> I, I can't go back on my uh my predictions. I'm going to say that uh, they they mirror the the game 6 playoff series with Washington and Pittsburgh where Austin comes back, he has a hat trick, Connor has a hat trick, but he scores <laughs> that third one in overtime assist from leon and i'm gonna say archibald he got out there for a little bit i don't know why but uh, he did that's probably why i lose money betting
1: (laughs) (laughs) me too man i've lost three straight days and uh, beyond ridiculous i should just stop i should stop betting that's for sure it's so fun though oh it just gives you a different rush right like yeah oh
0: god yeah.
1: So great. funny story, the other day I had Anaheim. I put a Hundy on a Anaheim. They had lost four straight. I'm like, they're due. They're up three nothing <laughs> going into the third. I check back in later and I see they leave four three in a shootout. I was like, You gotta be kidding me, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's great. Yeah. Can't take it with you, buddy. Don't worry
1: about it. Yeah. yeah. No no. Chris uh, Chris Abbott's not gonna be uh Chris Abbott's not gonna be hiring us anytime soon.
0: So. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gager. Great. thank you so much for taking the time to join. Me, we'll do beers very soon here. I I promise, and uh, we'll post a picture of us having beers together. How about That that? Sounds good, man.
3: All right, brother. Thank you. Later, what's up, guys? Trey Matthews of Locked on Devils here, and let me tell you about Discover Debit Cash Back Wings for the Game, boom, cash back. New Lucky Jersey, boom, cash back. Even a last minute ice run could score you some cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card with Discover Cash Back Debit
1: On segment here to close out the week on the lockdown Oilers podcast. I'm your man, Hernan man talking all things Edmonton Oilers as your Edmonton Oilers are riding high. They are uh, the hottest team in the league. They've won 11 of their last 13 on a five-game heater, and they get ready to take on the Toronto Maple Leafs. And we'll kick it off with some news from around the NHL. Austin Matthews is day to day with a hand injury Uh, that came from their head coach today at the uh, the morning skate. Jake Muzzin and Joel Thornton were back at practice today as well, so we'll keep tabs on Austin Matthews' status for tomorrow. That's a big one. Uh, Josh Anderson, who left the game yesterday in Winnipeg, is not skating today with his teammates, so another uh, another one to keep an eye on. For your for fantasy reasons, so Austin Matthews, Josh Anderson, Eichel remains day to day. That coming from the Sabers and goaltender Linus Allmark to miss at least two games. So it once again for your fantasy lineups adjust accordingly. How about the Oil Kings? They get their season going tonight. A very short season, but they're back after whew, so long. Uh, they're going so well when we had the COVID stoppage, and um, yeah, they get going tonight as they host the Lethbridge Hurricanes uh, down uh, here downtown and. Edmonton puck drop at 7 p.m. That is your news. From around the NHL, a little bit quiet. Uh, only three games on the ice as well. The New York Rangers host the Boston Bruins. The Los Angeles Kings are on the road to take on the Minnesota Wild. And Arizona is home to the Colorado Avalanche Saturday. Obviously, a lot busier when it comes to the NHL schedule. But only three games on tap for tonight. Before we get to Darnell Nurse, uh, let's just hear some audio from last night as uh, Ethan Bear made his return after dealing with a concussion. And he was just asked about... uh his first game back
0: yeah it uh felt good tonight um definitely win was huge but yeah definitely uh, a lot of time off longer than i, I wanted but um you know i'm, I'm happy to be back
1: that was ethan bear just talking about his return to the lineup and how about uh, he's returning to a team that's just on fire right now and he was asked about that
0: uh yeah everyone's playing well um you know we're uh i think everyone's playing a 200 foot game we're really we're really uh coming together as a team and uh, you know it's uh, no better time to, to jump back into the group right now. So, um, definitely, uh, mentally stronger. I think like we're really, when we get those leads, we're trying to play uh, a very, um, you know, really well-structured game and, and holding the lead. And, uh, you know, that that's key, especially, uh, you know, if you want, if you want to be a deep playoff team, we got to, uh, you know, learn, learn to close out games, and I think we're doing that right now, and that's, uh shows that we're really maturing, and that's it's a
1: good step for us. Definitely a good problem to have for the Edmonton Oilers. Depth on defense, guys that can move the puck. Oh, it's just so great to see. And I had to throw this one in there. I, Jesse Pugliari, man, like, how can you not love this kid? But here's a head coach on Jesse Pugliari, who scored the second goal in the game last night.
0: Yeah, he's. I love Jesse. He's always having fun. He, you love to see a guy when he scores, he looks like he's having so much fun. He's like a kid in a candy store out there. So
1: <laughs> I absolutely love that. Everybody loves Jesse. And man, is he uh, impressing this year in his return to the Edmonton Oilers. All right. Today, Darnell Nurse met with the media. And let's start off with Darnell Nurse. And uh, as he was asked, what does winning games like this tell him about his team right now?
2: I think it, it says we've matured. Um, I think, you know, there's still steps that, that we need to continue to make as a leadership group. But I think you know, over over the over the years and we we're, you know, as as a core a little bit younger, um, probably looking towards, you know, the coaching staff, um, or, or one or two older guys to, to try to drive the message and that's a and that's a group effort. And I think that's uh that's a big part of, of growth in our game, a big part of why we've had uh some success so far. And needs to continue because, uh, there's, you know, there's, there's highs like we're going through and, you know, there's, there's lows that, uh, you're going to go through at some point in season two. And you just got to be able to, to manage those. And, uh, a lot of that got has to come from, uh, within the group and within the players. Darnell, it's, it's kind of unique in a game. And I know sometimes you play with five defense, but you played with seven last night and you almost split it even with Tyson and Ethan. Can you, can you talk about maybe the similarities and differences that those two have? Uh, they're both, you know, uh, able to, to move and, and transport the, the puck really well. Um, they, they communicate well. I think they got a pretty good understanding of, of where both guys are going to be on the ice. And I feel, uh, hopefully they have the that same, uh, feeling for, for me and where I'm going to be. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely different when you play seven. <clears throat> yeah. Um, you know, I, th- I think it's probably pretty tough on the coaches to try to get everyone in, involved, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely different and, um, You we we got the win last night. You've you've played a lot of minutes before in the past, but you're playing even more now. Um, I know Connor was talking about how, you know, he saw all the work you put in, you're prepared and everything. Are you doing anything different on off days to ensure you're rested and fresh on game day? So, you know, you can play 30 minutes in back-to-back nights and not even look remotely fatigued. I was just taking care of the body a little bit better. Um, You know, whether it's uh, hopping in in the cold tub or, um well, just kicking my feet up and there's a lot of times uh, in the past I would um you know try to maybe exhaust myself a little more on on, on off days and you know just find a way to, to kick my feet up and and gain energy and um I think you know I, I put a lot of work in, in in the off season and that's uh I feel like that's, that's starting to pay off. Uh, just one question, Darnell. When the Leafs play the Oilers, I think everybody expects it's going to be five four or six five because the offenses are so good. Yet the games against Toronto this year have been lower scoring. Is that because both teams seem wary of the other team? That if you get into a track meet, it's not going to be good. Um, you know, I, I think for I can't speak for them. I think for our group, it's uh, we want to play a tight checking game whenever we play them. They're a team with a lot of really, really good offensive weapons that uh, can score goals at will if you give them time and space. So uh, for, for us, I know th- th- an important aspect of our game when we play against Toronto is we want to check hard um, and, and not not give that free ice and free space to, to the creative players because they, they will make you pay. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's probably why some of the, the games have been uh, tighter, tighter scoring and, and less goals, and that's uh, – That's where we want to keep it.
1: That's the leader of the Edmonton Oilers defense, Darnell Nurse, who's having a spectacular season. Absolutely spectacular. Good on him. He's taking that next step and it's great to see Darnell uh, leading the way there with uh, somewhat of a young decor. core. You still got Chris Russell and Adam Lawrence and Barry, but man, uh, the young guys have been impressive as well. Just before we get to who's sizzling and who's fizzling every Friday on Locked On NHL, join Joel DiBiase of Locked On Sabres and Tom Gazzola as they round up the biggest stories of the week in the NHL and get you prepared for the league's busy weekend slate of games, Breaking down the latest blockbuster trade to sizing up the rivalry matchups on Saturday night. Joe and Tom have every angle of the league covered to close your week. Subscribe to Locked On NHL wherever you get your podcast. Right, who's sizzling? Once again, this is not going to be uh, groundbreaking news, but it's got to be Michael Smith. What a performance, a second shutout of the season 6-0 and his save percentage is at 944 goals against 1.73 he's been uh unpleasant pleasant surprise for the edmonton you know he'd be good i mean this guy's not a terrible goaltender but uh i didn't expect this to be honest so he gets my who's sizzling who's fizzling and for the second time this season, once again, I've gone through the roster. There's no one. How can you pick someone when this team's rolling the way they are? So no one gets it. I mean, Gayton Hossel was the only player under double digits for ice time, but he was good on the PK, did three minutes of uh, penalty killing, and, and he's really growing on me. I really like Gayton Hossel. no one. And uh, if you don't agree with me, I don't know. Who do you think should be my who's fizzling? Because right now, I think it's a little unfair to pick anyone and throw them into the who's fizzling uh, category. Game cliche. (laughs) Once again, my guy sent me this, and uh, it came from the Edmonton Oilers. That's a big two points for us. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt about it. That's a big two points for us. I called the split, and I was wrong, and I'm glad I was wrong. (laughs) Because, uh, yeah, that was a big two points. Both teams, I thought, played pretty well. Goaltending was awesome, but the special teams, the difference in this one is the Edmonton Oilers go two for five on the night, and they kill off all four of Vancouver's power plays. No bet of the day for betonline.ag. You know why? Because I stink right now. I'm on a three-game losing streak. I'm kind of struggling like the Vancouver Canucks after my nice win, Calgary over the Leafs earlier in the week. So we'll take this Friday off, reset, get ready for next week. If you have a bet that you might want to throw my way, let me know at Man. And at locked on Oilers. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Hope you enjoyed uh, this week's uh, podcast. And uh, we'll be back for sure as uh, we get ready for Oilers Leafs. Three games starting tomorrow at five o'clock from Rogers Place. Then game two on Monday and game three on Wednesday should be a doozy. The top two teams in the North Division get ready to battle it out. All right, guys. Keep those downloads coming. Don't forget to subscribe. Leave me a review, good or bad, and I'll read it on the podcast. I appreciate all the support. Podcast is doing really well. Keep keep it going and i'll keep bringing you the uh, the good stuff well if you think it's the good stuff but yeah you know the passion is always going to be here on this podcast and the edmonton orders are rolling so it is uh it is fun times here in edmonton fun fun times all right enjoy your weekend stay safe wear your mask for the locked on orders podcast i am hernan the man talking los petroleros enjoy the game tomorrow go oilers go ciao